You're listening to A Slice of Therapy with me, Alan Parry. I don't know if you ever remember at school getting mathematics homework. Now, I was never a fan of getting mathematics homework. And one of the things I really didn't like about it is that when I would take it in to the teacher the next day and it would get marked. What was very different about that compared to, say, I don't know, English, where you'd write some poetry or you'd write an essay or something. With English and poetry, it's kind of, does the teacher appreciate what I'm trying to say? And does does he or she appreciate the way that I'm saying it? There's a certain amount of nuance there, isn't there? Just like when you see a newspaper review for a TV show or a film. You know, some reviewers like it and some reviewers hate it. But mathematics isn't like that at all. When I did my mathematics homework and I handed it in, my answers were either right or they were wrong. I would either get a big red tick or a big red cross next to each of my answers. And so it was a very objective thing. You were either right or you were wrong. And there was no debate about it. Now, when I did English homework, that's different. You know, a friend of mine was doing his English homework and was a big fan of the band The Jam, but also knew his teacher was absolutely nowhere near cool enough to even know who The Jam were. Never mind the lyrics to any of the songs. And so on the back of the bus one morning, he decided to do his English homework and had to write a poem. So he wrote the lyrics to the jam song, the Paul Weller song, That's Entertainment. And the teacher received this poem from a friend. And (laughs) this poem, as I say, was the lyrics to the song, That's Entertainment. I didn't know at all that this was being handed in, but but gave him an F. So he hadn't spotted the fact that he didn't give him an F for plagiarism. He gave him an F simply because he didn't like the song. Now, it's a classic song and the lyrics are great, aren't they? But according to this teacher, they weren't very good at all. So with mathematics, you've got a right or a wrong, no debate. And with English, you've got... An English teacher saying, well, I don't like those words in that poem, in that song. And yet I would look at the song, That's Entertainment, and think it's fantastic. And so there is a debate. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this is because it links in very strongly to how I view the whole issue of personal development, personal growth, um, psychotherapy, all of these kind of things. And the question is... Do we view them more like mathematics or do we view this more like English where certain things are up for debate? Is there, like in mathematics, some sort of objectivist truth? Now, the way I think of it is the the idea that there is a right or wrong, like in mathematics, is is incorrect in my view. The idea that one can look at personal development or mental health, a phrase I don't particularly like because it suggests that those of us who seek help are somehow 
not healthy. And I don't think that's the case. I think we're all just struggling with the human condition, me included, of course. And what I notice when I work with someone and I'm, I'm the therapist is, and also I notice this in my own life as well, that if I were to simply just tell somebody what to do, first of all, I think it'd be quite an arrogant thing of me to do. But secondly, the reason why it'd be quite an arrogant thing to do is because I would be behaving as though human beings were like mathematics. I would be I would be behaving as if all you have to do is come up with the right formula, the two plus two equals four, and all the other person needs to do is apply it and they'll feel better. But what I notice in therapy and what I notice as I witness people and help people to engage in really transformational change is that the reasons why people change and the things that people do in order to change and the way that they think about things that helps them to reframe things in such a way that they're capable of change are often very, very different. In fact, they're often competing. Now, I've mentioned before that Rory Sutherland, the advertising executive, has a great phrase, which is that he says, the opposite of a good idea can often be another really good idea. And that's what I notice too, in terms of psychotherapy, that you might get somebody who has one way of approaching a situation, it really works for them, but then there'll be a completely different person. And guess what? The reason why they improve is they do the exact opposite of that first person, and yet they still start to feel better. And so this idea that there is some sort of objectivist truth like in mathematics, in my experience, is absolutely not the case. Instead, the way I would view it, it's more like it's more like going into a clothes shop and trying different clothes on. Do you know the way you will go into a clothes shop? I'm sure you've done this in the past and you might, might have tried on a shirt or a cardigan or a blouse or whatever it is you're trying on. And... Some of them just fit. Now, some of them fit size-wise, but they don't look good on us. You know, there's many a time I've been into a clothes shop and the, the, the garment has fitted. But when I look in the mirror, I think, well, that's not me. And so I take it back off again. And so this is the case, I would say, with with therapy as well. If I were to just sort of hand down a list of here's what you should do from that kind of mathematics approach, what I would find is that there's a very good chance that it wouldn't fit you. It might not fit you in terms of the size. It might not fit you in terms of the way you think about the world. And so what's a better way is, in a sense, to start trying garments on. So I'm very much more in the role of shop assistant really where I'm trying to find out how it is that you see the world and then I'm using my training and my knowledge to see what can match up like what frameworks what what methodologies would actually fit you given who you are as a human being given how you see the world 
given what your values are, given what your history is, to come up with ways which would actually fit you. You know, often a therapist will have a particular way of working and they'll think, well, two plus two equals four. And all I need to do is apply that formula to everybody who comes in. And if you don't fit that, then you need to adapt to my formula. And because I have this very different view, because I reject the idea of the personal change, is anything at all like mathematics where it has the right answer? What I'm able to do instead is to act a lot more like that shop, in, that shop assistant in a clothes store where I can see you and be with you and then say, I wonder if this fits. I wonder if that fits and use my skill in that sense to come up with something that, that means that I adapt to you rather than the other way around. And so to summarise then, We've looked at a number of different models. We've looked at the mathematical model, which basically suggests that there is some sort of objective truth. Two plus two equals four. And so if I were to write in my homework, two plus two equals five, I'm going to get a big red tick and maybe a see me in red letters. Whereas when you're dealing with stuff and you move away from mathematics, we saw the example in terms of English, how my friend wrote the lyrics of that's entertainment and got an F, not because the teacher recognised it and was punishing his plagiarism, but because he didn't think it was a very good poem. And of course, I think differently. I think it's great. And so when you move away from mathematics, you start to have a place like with that English homework where the whole thing is up for discussion. It's up for co-creation. It's up for debate. It's up for let's find out what works. And finally, we looked at the example, which I think it really is a good example of how therapy works, where I'm more in the role of shop assistant as you're shopping for clothes. And so my role is to be with you, understand you, know you. And based on who I see that you are with all your values and history and everything else, I will be bringing ideas and frames of reference and methodologies and approaches that are designed specifically for you, tailor-made, in fact, for you. And so my invite to you is to think about personal development as something that doesn't have an objectivist truth. To think of it in terms of something that is tailor-made to you. To be asking yourself the question, what is it that has worked in the past specifically for me? And from that starting point, you can begin to build your own set of strategies that may well not work for anybody else, but they do work for you. And that's what matters. The fact that something works for somebody else very often means that it won't actually work for you because two plus two equals four is only something that is a right answer in mathematics. And when we're talking about the human condition, there's a different kind of paradigm. There's a different model in place for deciding how to move forward. So if you find this useful, then please pass it on so other people can find it useful too. You can work with me directly one-to-one. -one. I'm Alan Parry, 
You'll find me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And of course, you can subscribe to the podcast. It's completely free of charge. And uh, you'll never miss an episode again if you do. So thanks for listening. And I'll be back again tomorrow with another one.